I'm Karen James. And I'm Yasin Bonds. And this is A is for Awesome. Like this podcast. With big thanks to our media partners, Daily Vox. A, 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 A. A is for Awesome. Like this podcast. So today we have an awesome guest and the composer of that awesome jingle that you just heard, Godfrey Johnson. Yay! Yay! Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Corin. How are you? Godfrey, I'm good. I'm good, unlike the both of you who are recovering from <laughs> He looks lovely in his, in his hoodie and his peacock and his glasses to protect the eyes and the pandemic. Protect yourself, guys. His protection is real. So if you don't know, Godfrey is an incredible musician and performer and a long-time friend and collaborator and a wonderful human being. Ach, man. Humble. And yes, uh, we're going to talk about awesome things. So I think that what's interesting is for both of you, which you find awesome is, is performing. And I think yeah. that's quite a specific mentality and yes. personality. Yes. Uh, when did you first know that you wanted to be on stage? I think when I was when I was a kid, when I was three years old, as soon as I could, <laughs> I was extremely shy as a child, extremely yes. shy, painfully shy. But if you put me on a stage, I, I would something would happen, something miraculous. So it's hard, it's hard to describe. Were you, you, you the baby in the family? I was the only one. Oh, so the, so you uh, got for, well, for, exactly, but for, <laughs> well, but but within reason. So I wasn't mm. sort of indulged in that in 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 that way so because i could play piano when i was really small so that impressed everybody mm. um so, I wasn't so you were that that just play me for the aunties just play for the aunties <laughs> and furry lease and ballad for adeline over and over again <laughs> two things i refused to to learn even as a child i thought i was a little bit discerning but um but and and the other one was sleepy shores Okay. Sleepy shorts, but and so when I yeah, and then I would I would create little puppet shows for the neighbours, <laughs> out of out of ornaments, literally out of like little statuettes and things, and then I would charge them five cents. That's fantastic. Yes. And I so did that. I forced them, and I threatened them. The I blackmailed them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I blackmailed them. Yeah. But you knew even then that you had value. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I had quality, but I sure had value. <laughs> but I think that's actually a really interesting point that you made mm. that that you were quite shy but loved yes. the stage because i think yeah. people have this perception yeah. that performers are all extroverts and the majority mm. that i know are not Opposite. it's a I know, very different mm. space i know i also grew up um in the background like the nerd quiet never spoke mm. um I, i'm trying to think I, maybe in matric in the final year of school yeah i started standing in front of people and yeah. like controlling spaces yeah. Yeah. and then going through university yeah. was not my thing yeah and then i think just out of pure Stupidity. Mm. I, I, I tried stand-up comedy. I, I just broken yeah. up with with uh, with mm. yeah one of my ex-girlfriends, and then so me, I don't, <laughs> one of my ex-girlfriends. You, you know, because people do this thing of oh new uh, new me, new, uh, let's do new things, yes. and then you try new stupid things, and then I tried stand-up comedy, and yeah, after that feeling of going, I control this thing. I like this thing. I I did a thing. Uh, they enjoyed it. Yeah. I want to do this forever. Yeah. And the great thing, actually, yeah. for a shy person or, or someone who's not so confident is that for the most part, people have to stop and listen to you. Yes, <laughs> well, because it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing where you go, like, I don't need to keep quiet when I'm here. I yeah. don't need to hold back because yeah. that space 
I that is only mine, and I, I can yeah. I can be me yeah. there. Everywhere else, I'll go. It's fine. But I wonder, I wonder if it is actually shyness or or, or just like I don't know, like keep, spend spending time creating into and and not because I used to think that that it wasn't worth saying certain things. Yeah. Yes. I thought, oh, no, that's really boring. They've they've just I'm not going to repeat what they say. Yeah, and I think also who knows that that a lot of the people I know who are artists or writers yeah. of some kind is you spend a lot of time observing people. You have to. That's well, that's where all our lives, art. basically, <laughs> everything we do yeah. is observing people. Yes, that's Maybe. where Always, the art comes from. So time, we are often yeah. the quiet ones in the corner because yeah. we're, we're watching. We're watching and we're <laughs> and stealing your lives. And stealing lives. Comedy and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which I've used like 35 years later. The auntie I met in 1975. I stole a dialogue. <laughs> but it comes back to you. That's the thing. And I think... <laughs> Peter Dirk has told me something very interesting. He spent the first two years of his professional life not not really saying anything, just walking around with a notebook. <laughs> Actually, not really, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. you've got to engage with people, but there's a sense of, I don't know if you always have a little notebook or something with you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I have panic attacks if my pen's gone. Literally, I, I start panicking. I like start going circles, and that started in childhood. And it yes. was, it was exactly. <laughs> yes, it was about. It was about ob- the the idea of observing, no matter how silly. If it was just a word yes. that I thought was hilarious, Absolutely. and nobody else thought it was hilarious, but I did. I'd write. Literally, yeah. I would write that word down. Yes, it's a very interesting. Yeah, it, and but no one taught us that. We it, just started doing it. Because you have to collect. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you also realize, I think, as as um, mm. uh, content creators, I don't know yes. what's yeah. the, the proper yeah. term, but the thing of if as the moment you don't write that idea down, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. Absolutely. Yeah. Your brain will give you other ideas, but you'll never have that moment and again. There's, <laughs> there's also a misconception that I believe there's no such thing as a bad idea. Yeah. In essence, yes, a yeah, bad yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. possible. It's what you do with the idea that it becomes bad or good. But um, when I was 12, I wrote my first play. And I sat down for four hours and wrote it with no planning, no, yeah, planning, no filters, no judgment of self. No, I mean, it's one of the darkest, most depressing things I've ever read. <laughs> one, one act play. Nobody's ever seen it. No one's ever read it. But the fact that I did it actually helped me as an adult. Was right. Actually, that's my secret little world. Nobody's. It's probably such crap for, for what it's worth but the point is I yeah. did it and yes. that, that is oh that's something one can do and or, or, or one can play with your that's imagination and that's why I feel very yeah. bad quite often yeah. famous people yeah. die and then their families publish their unpublished works <laughs> 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 that nobody should read because they didn't want yeah. it yeah. Didn't it's like Harper Lee just went through that trauma <laughs> yeah. and we loved her for 40 years now we hate her because <laughs> the, the true Harper Lee was exposed <laughs> Like you said, there's no yeah. bad idea because the mm. bad or the idea is just mm. a step to the next idea. Mm. So you yes. must have, you have mm. to put, so it's that thing of, there's so many, oh, for me again, mm. there's so many jokes I go on stage mm. with and I know it's not good and I know it can be better, but it, I only learn it once it's said yes. in yeah. front of people. But and yes. then you go, okay, it should not have been done but like that. See, there's the other way to do it. <laughs> and you learn from the mistake. Yeah. I, th- I think that's the magic of live performance is there comes a time when you as the artist you have to kind of let go and let the audience yeah. be you an extension yes. of you so i often have to do things that i i personally don't think are particularly amazing 
<laughs> but I know the audiences love that yeah. particular, it's, whether it's a joke or a, or a cheesy song that I've, I've done like three million times. And I <laughs> think, I think <laughs> let me be interesting and let me try and do like a new creative version. And when I do it, they <laughs> want to go home. <laughs> they are so miserable. <laughs> anyway, but it's, it is that. It's yeah. often, a lot, especially yeah. when you write your own stuff. It's, you, you just simply do not know until you're in front of the audience. You yes. actually yes. just don't know <laughs> until you're there. It's a gamble. <laughs> to be brave. Oh. And I think it is. It's incredibly it's brave, and, fun, and there's an yeah. element of, in a very positive way, yeah. I think there's an element of arrogance that you have to, <laughs> at a certain point, go, like you say, I didn't yeah. think those ideas were worth anything. Yeah. That's where we kind of all start, yes. I think. And then yeah. at a certain point, you go, I yeah. do think my ideas are worth something. <laughs> yeah. I do think yeah. that this writing or this joke or this yeah. song or this performance is worth people paying yes. their money for. Yeah, of course. Is worth, of course. You know, yeah. and, and that is, it's incredibly yeah. hard. It's incredibly... Yeah. And I, I think it's it's always terrifying. Yeah. And I think that's also something that people don't realize. That it's, I've known incredibly yeah. seasoned performers and they're never totally <laughs> sure about how it's going to go. Well, or, you know, good. writers who are never like going to send off that draft and go, Confident. yeah, I nailed that Confident. one. But that's a good that's, thing. It's a fantastic. I've, I've seen too much confidence that thing. just fails yeah. dismally. Because no, then you get the opposite where people who believe they are Gifted, like, <laughs> profoundly, and, and it's like, you know, and then you go, yeah. you should anyway, be confident, eh? you should, <laughs> no, I think, I think there's a level, I, th I think any, any, um, any person who takes their craft seriously, whatever it is, whether you're a painter or a dancer or a singer or whatever, you, there, there has to be humility, you cannot, you cannot, because the, the, the ego can take over, though, if the ego yeah. takes over, then you become so unbearable, I, I think, I've seen performers, and we all have, whoever it is. I've seen one very famous international pop singer where I just saw an ego. Yes. And and I couldn't hear the words because I was so busy with the <laughs> ego that I lost interest after. So it, <laughs> it's real. It's real. It's, there and, are. There's, there's certain actors yeah. I know who are, I, so I've become yeah. to believe that they're not necessarily good actors. They're just famous. insanely charming. Oh, they're yeah. so charming yeah. on stage that yeah. you... Assume that there. Yeah. I mean, there was. I read a, a joke, a satire article. Look, that is also night. requires a certain oh, <laughs> skill to no, get that right. Yeah. So I read a satirical article yeah. last night which said, "Is he really attractive, or is he just tall and white?" And <laughs> Good title. <laughs> I would. I would take note of that. <laughs> and I think that there are some performers like that where they go, "Are they really that talented, or are they just?" It's not necessarily, which again, as you yeah. say, it's a skill yeah. in itself. Yeah. But they're not necessarily the best singer, but they're so charming and interesting well, that, and beautiful. I think it's a part of the package. You know, there yeah. are great stars who possibly don't deserve that level of fame. <laughs> yes. You know, if you were to analyze yeah. what they do. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. But then you look at how they present themselves. You look at what they give the back to the world. And I think to me that is important. I think if you Absolutely. if you got no talent but you're worth two billion, give back. <laughs> Just give back. And a lot of them do give back. They, they've made a lot of money and they're actually doing useful things with the money. And people like that are the first to say, I know I don't have the greatest voice yeah. in the yeah. world, but boy, I'm here and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people, people like Justin Bieber. I go, yeah, he's maybe just not for you. Also, he's a multi-millionaire. You can't hate on him. Like, he's made the money from, well, the, from the thing that he has. It's actually, be great, but... I actually think he's quite talented, personally. I'm, I'm I just, so I'm not a fan of that style of music, but it's not designed for me. It's designed for a totally different generation. But that's so, the thing, also, a yeah. lot of people yeah. don't understand, like, subjectivity. 
subjectivity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. it's yeah. just not for you. Exactly. Other people love it. Yeah. Other people exactly. don't love it. That's, all, that's all. That's it. That's the way it works <laughs> with all things. You know, there's yeah, certain. In the same way that we don't all like certain flavors. And he can sing in like tune. Like the boy yeah. can sing and he can play the guitar and he's. They love him. Yeah. And he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and obviously there's jealousy factors there yeah. There's, yeah. You know, and, and at the yeah. same time I also feel like hating certain people yeah. becomes trendy That's which is a do. very strange thing and I don't understand people well, I, you know I learn that every day and it doesn't <laughs> last it doesn't last that thing also a new idea yeah. you have to commit to it even if you don't like you're the first one that has to believe that new idea before you put it out. Yeah. Because yes. even if if I have a joke, I've so many times I've gone up with a new a new concept for a joke, but mm. I don't fully know what's happening with it, and then mm. it fails on stage. Mm. Then I go, I write it off because I go, no, it doesn't work. But but it's yeah. with when I go. Yes. I believe this yes. is funny. Even if I'm lying <laughs> exactly. to myself and it's a fake confidence, I believe this is funny. Yeah. And the guy goes, you look like it's funny, so it's good. Funny. It is funny, <laughs> but at least you have the. Uh, at least you have the, the understanding and insight to, and the bravery to still try it out. And I think that's important. I think it's, you know, we all have little things that we know people like. Yeah. Like whether it's a, yes. one, it's a facial expression that I do that I know like 60% of the people burst out laughing. I have no idea why. Please, I don't please even, demonstrate. Please demonstrate. I can't do it here because now I've got stage fright. I've got table fright. And, um, but... And you think, well, clearly that works, whatever it is. What is it? You know, yeah. and it's, it's part of the... And then you start, you start building your arsenal, <laughs> arsenal as you go along. You're like, okay, that works. <laughs> keep it, keep start it. Start with that. That's but I think, I, think, I, think, I think it's terribly important to try it out. Yeah. And if it fails, so flip and watch it. They've still got another 70 minutes of you and your beauty. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey? yeah. Absolutely. It's yes. such a weird thing of when... Like, I always get nervous. Like, even yeah. last night, we did a small gig for less than 20 people. And I was still nervous, like, the whole day, just thinking, what if what if it doesn't work? What if this is not the thing? And I go, no, I perform for, like, big crowds. And it, it, yeah. it's fine, but I just, inside that nerves, it's always... But it, uh, I think it keeps me fresh. Yeah, <laughs> I think something that's, that's always interesting mm -hmm. to me in our line of work um, is the very first thing they taught me at drama school, right? <laughs> is that is that drama happens when someone does something and someone else is watching, and that audience is so integral to everything we do, whether it's live mm. performance or even television mm. that I work in as well. It doesn't exist without an audience, mm -hmm. and that makes our jobs really exciting and awesome, but terrifying because <laughs> you can never predict that audience on a very mm. small level. Mm. I never know which of my tweets people are going to find funny or not. Sometimes I think I'm hilarious <laughs> and nobody else does. And other times I say something really offhand and, and it's I just got some clan person um, bitching at me because I said something funny on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, re like for real. And I'm not part of the big league. I'm excited. <laughs> like made it into Donald Trump's little... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never know, and that's such a thing. So you're saying you build up certain things that you you're fairly confident about with your audience. There's the mm. sort of safety net yes. of of things yeah. that okay we can go to. Mm. But of, of course, you don't want to stay in that safety mm. net. You you always want to be trying something new yeah. and something different and pushing. Um, yeah, but it's it's and we you, cannot do our jobs without yeah. this other person, which makes exactly. them quite a unique job. Because, and they and they often the audiences often dictate. Yes. How, what what's going to happen next? Yes. And and I find that interesting because there's certain 
certain people like certain things that one does Ooh. and the other people don't like those things but then it's like yeah but it's always for me it's a problem because i get things like i really like your funny stuff and i'm like well i actually like my sad stuff and then there's somebody else goes really you shouldn't do the funny stuff we like your sad stuff so you never yeah. truly truly yeah. going to satisfy everybody but you have satisfied them for certain things in yeah. certain ways and i think yeah. um and I think without them, Jesus, no, it's well, we don't have a job. To it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's also the thing yeah. that you can't. <laughs> what is Mitch Hedberg? He, he has his line. He says, um, "You can't please all the people all the time." No. And last night, all the people were at my show. <laughs> well, that's a great line because that's <laughs> true. Because yeah. you also get the, the other thing is people like be, because we don't have nine to five jobs. Just yeah. say, people don't understand. We can still have Monday mornings on Monday nights. <laughs> On Friday nights, on Saturday nights, we can have a Monday morning where I don't feel like going to work. I must yeah. just go there, do the job, do the yeah. time. Thank you yeah. very much. Bye. Yeah. And go home and just yes. go sleep. And <laughs> the saddest days are the days that you also do most. You do, I do well on the saddest days as well. Yeah. You just bring that energy and you, you, yeah. you bring them to your world. Yeah. And yes. you go, guys, I'm sad. Let's yeah. tell some jokes. <laughs> I mean, that becomes a thing. But that's, but that's, yeah. I mean, I love that. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it yes, is for me. That's, thing. I mean, all the greatest comics always. Yes. For me, a, that's, yeah. It's a vulnerability and an yeah. authenticity. And I think that, again, in any mm. kind of performance, obviously, you know, for, but for me, even in scripted performance, and mm. I think that's, again, something people don't always mm. realize is, the script can be there that's great but the performers have to come yeah. with an honesty and with and, a and with a sincerity and the vulnerability and, yeah, and originality too yeah completely yeah. and and that's i mean that's why i always love mm. live and i'll always go back to live because there's something about being in mm. a space with people and you're all experiencing mm. something right now yeah. um which which is just not the same that's the another yeah. thing i want to tell people if you're listening spend your money and go to live shows yeah. you can go to the movies and it's cool yeah. but watching something live is is just the other experience because even if it's bad yeah. it's you still have the experience of i was there and i experienced the there's, thing. <laughs> there's a magic no matter how I, th- I think you know to truly say something is bad I, I think i've seen one like truly bad thing in my whole life <laughs> everything has had some what, other value what was the bad <laughs> well i, I don't even know what the name of the show was but it was a guy who sort of took his clothes off yeah, yelled for like way. 45 minutes <laughs> spat everywhere and then bowed <laughs> there was no story there was no there was no you know you know actually it wasn't it wasn't about the lack of stories about the lack of respect for the audience assuming yeah. that we're going to have to now sit through this yeah without any actual it doesn't matter how experimental you are i love performance art you still have to respect your audience you, somehow you have to give them some Context. credit they're not stupid we're not stupid we know that you're taking your clothes off we know you've just been born you're living now you're going to die at the end of the show we get it but we don't have to see your rather tiny willy which was the greatest i wrote to like a one line review. i said the greatest disappointment of the show was the size of his penis <laughs> The, yeah. the worst the worst live performance I've ever seen um, our very dear friend Lara Bai took mm. me to and I will never let her forget that um, and it was look started, I'm not going to mention who or what it was <laughs> it started not a with, with somebody um, suspended naked from yeah. the ceiling which is in theory um, not 
terrible. You know, you guys going for these shows. <laughs> the National Arts Festival. And, but again, that lack of respect for the audience. Yeah. So, so the whole time this guy was essentially running around naked, a lot of time with a bucket on his head, um, yelling a lot. <laughs> Um, was there was thing? somebody typing. No, that was sounds far more interesting <laughs> than the thing I saw. There was just somebody like... typing, and there was a screen being uh, projected that, at the back of the stage, great. <laughs> which was saying, "Audiences are going to hate this because they don't understand because they're so stupid." It was like writing the next day's reviews of their show, hmm. anticipating that we will. And, and it really was that lack of respect for the audience, and that like you're insulting us, but and that's you're just not, calling for me, us. That's not a piece of theatre. That's a performance Whereas, art. A yeah. beautiful piece of performance yeah. art that I saw. Yeah. Um, many years ago mm. and it was it was really weird yeah. but it was called you may not even you may not enjoy this while you're here but now you remember it fondly and that's absolutely apt because it was so <laughs> odd and strange and, and he was like yeah. I like the sound of knickknacks packets so I'm gonna crinkle them next to the microphone throughout my performance yeah, but and it was <laughs> but I, you know I, what the I, difference I remember is remember it fondly yes it's it's I, it sounds as if this person <laughs> Firstly, has respect for the audience, Absolutely. and it's it's, yeah. it's engaging. I mean, because that kind of performance yeah. is you're creating music with a packet. Yeah. So now yeah. you're explaining. Yes. You know, you can take it to so to so many places. Man. You know, sorry. There was a naked was man. It, was that's also naked, okay, but it it's also a, a naked man in Grimstown during man. the winter. Uh, that does not seem like a good place to <laughs> do the play. That might explain <laughs> the disappointingly small. <laughs> no, but anyway, the show, the, it was it was it was. You can be simplistic, but you still need to be evolved. Mm. You can do tell the exact same story, yeah, in in a similar way, and it can be magnificent. But then you've got to either be be a dancer or a. It was like watching someone with no skills taking the piss and, and forcing must, us to watch something yeah. because he cannot get a stage. That's and what that's it looked when like. The arrogance goes and I thought, how dare I actually thought, how goes. dare you? Yeah. yeah, I spent three weeks learning lines and and. Um, rewriting and structuring and working with people and you take your clothes off and make us pay how do you <laughs> I, I, I hate those moments because also mm. when i see like arrogant comics or someone mm. dying on stage mm. i just go like you're wasting this time i could have been there i could have given me give me the, that 10 minutes out of that but you <laughs> but you know what the reality of that is there are there are performers and performers. It's like I, 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 I look these, you, at, these, at these Instagram channels, like these piano channels, and genius, hashtag genius. And then I watch this piano play, play like a 22-year-old playing Mary Had a Little Lamb. And I, obviously all the friends and family think genius, genius. And I'm thinking this shouldn't even be on here. This is embarrassing. And I think, I think it's in all elements. And, and I've seen comedy where I've thought... No, why? Why are you here? Yeah. You, I mean, like, shouldn't she be doing something else? Um, and and it's a terrible thing to feel. And I think I think sorry. I think I think that a lot of guys think it's very simple just to get onto stage and yeah. talk. Mm. I think I think this is it's an utter misconception. It's like I'm going to have six piano lessons, and next week I'm going to do a cabaret where I accompany myself. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it's taken me thirty five years. You can do it in six weeks. If you go. Yeah. So I think this is a yeah. message to any yeah. stage parents out yeah. there, any any, <laughs> any teenagers that are busy telling people you have crushes on how talented they are, and you know they're not. Yeah. Stop. Stop it's doing damaging, that. Man. It is. And it's, Don't stop the ego of an entertainer. And That's the did, you, did you get complimented every five minutes as a kid? I didn't. Not ever. I think, I think that's why we do it. Never. Because no one complimented us. It's like, it's okay. When I was 22, yes. suddenly some one of the parents came and said, oh, Gosh, she writes songs. I think. 
said, yeah, I just won an award, damn it. <laughs> but no, no, but the point is, it's, I think that's part of it. It was, and, and, it's, and, and when I was praised, I got neurotic. Yeah. yeah. I got frightened. I thought, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, what? what now there's is that good enough? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I thought. I thought, is that what they consider to be good enough? Yeah. And, and, and that's how we should yeah. always think. Yeah. Always, yeah. always, always, always. If you ever want to maintain a high standard, you have to. No, because that's a very good point. I've yeah. never thought of that. Right? I saw an interview with I'm one of scared. the. They said nice things to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an interview with one mm. of the talent show presenters. I mm. don't know if it was X Factor or mm. one of those. but... And they asked him what was the worst part of his job. And he said it's when he's talking to the family and friends mm. and they really have sold him on how amazing this person mm. is. Mm. And then they start and he knows instantly they're awful. And he goes, that's the worst because you know this person believes. Yeah. There's, there's 20 yeah. loved ones and family and friends telling me yeah. how incredible yeah. this person is. Yeah. And so you go, yeah, they're going up and how... Yeah. <laughs> Like, why would you do that to someone you love? Why would you go go out there in front of the world and expose yourself? Um, so, and so if you love yeah. someone, <laughs> never compliment them. Always, like, just be, be less than what they deserve. That's yeah. what you must do. Or just uh, give them a hug and say, well done on the hard work or, or something. <laughs> because actually, if you really want to achieve, it's... Bottom line, it's hard work. There's no yeah. miraculous way of becoming anything. And no. it's about hard work. Compliment issues. Yeah. Don't compliment. <laughs> no, when you. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, now, please compliment the performance. <laughs> now I'm old. Now. No, I'm only, I'm only now. When they're young. When they're young. Don't stop. <laughs> no, no. I did it. It's, it's related to that story. That's the. I, I was adjudicating at, at um, um, not the one we do. Another one at, at drama. <laughs> A, a drama fierce with with kids from like five to eighteen, but different categories and things. There's this one girl entered everything, <laughs> everything, yeah. and and her mother was there. Her mother was like, it's like her mother was like, like like she was at a sports match. Oh, and it was horrible. This poor girl, and I, you know what? I could tell that this girl hated every second of it. I could tell that she didn't want to be on stage. I could, I could feel that this poor girl didn't want to be there. And to make it worse, she like got. I gave her a high mark once for basically for participation because she entered every single bloody category, from one person poetry to movement to to Shakespeare monologue. She's twelve years old. To do that to your kid is ridiculous. Uh, and because she's a star in the town from where she comes. Yeah. But yes. she's also the only actress in the town. <laughs> so so I I actually did talk to Madam. Yeah. And I said, I think I think I don't think this is healthy. I said yeah. <laughs> I said it's she's doing too many things. You need she needs to focus on one thing. You can't because she didn't because she was so neurotic, paranoid and yeah. having a yeah. getting an ulcer at the age of twelve, she couldn't be good at any of these things. No, but there are lots of them yeah. like that. I mean, there are millions of parents like that, so and it's, 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 it's bad. You get yeah. the job parents that mm. have now crossed over to the arts world, and now they're like, like coaching their kids to be... Well, it's, a, it's about fame. Yeah. It's about instant fame. It's about, um, you know, it's about the, the fact that it is to, to be noticed in the world is much easier now than it used to be. You know, because of yeah. social media, yeah. mostly, it doesn't, you know... You still have to work at it if you yeah. want a decent profile, but 
To be noticed is not that hard anymore. Yeah. Not as much as before. In the old days, you went to Nice Stepford and hopefully yes. somebody noticed you. you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think that's also yeah. um, so much of whether it's yeah. sport or arts or anything yeah. like that, so much of it is the parents' own failed dreams. <laughs> and the parents never made it. And they believe that, well, if I had just put in that yeah. extra yeah. hours, put in that extra effort... Um, then now I would be famous. Now I would be rich. Or I would have been a springbok. Or I would, you know, I could have. And so now you're gonna fulfill. You're gonna live my life for me. And it's it's very sad. Yeah. Um, oh, this I is Worthington syndrome. It yeah. is. It is. I'm Go. laughing because yeah. that was my father. My father was a jock. Played all the sports and yeah. stuff. And then his son, me, was a nerd. <laughs> and then I had to play all the sports. And I, that's every, that's at ironic. Every, at every yeah. sport, I was just like, nope, nope, yeah. nope. He would buy me the kit and everything. He was like, nope. Did you play I'd, any? I'd, I'd play all of them. Uh, but I, I'm horrible. Um, like, I just, it's not my thing. Yes. Like, I just realized early, like, sport, this body, this body <laughs> does not move the way. Not what it, it probably can do, like movements yeah. like 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 like, dance, like beautiful <laughs> my father was a bodybuilder and then he had this like four-eyed skinny pale little boy <laughs> what he wanted to do was look at paintings and play piano <laughs> and listen to very dark comedy at the, like when i was seven i was like into like creepy stuff and horror movies my parents were convinced i was that's the child of Satan. I've often said that my kids are going to have to rebel by becoming accountants or something. You know, they're going to have to be like, oh my God, all this weird comedy something artsy else. stuff. Like, all this artsy stuff. Uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's in you. It's just who one is. It's like... But the sport I realize now is actually quite useful. Now I try yeah. to go to <laughs> now, pick up a weight or two occasionally. <laughs> the kids are going to become like acceptable in society. <laughs> but also what, what, what I do think is quite gratifying in this day and age is that the arts have become yeah. accepted in a big way. Schools are really yes. taking on. Piano playing, when I was at, at school, I was like the only boy in like, four years who played the piano now it's the sexiest thing in the world every single boy plays piano at school and they want oh and they're good <laughs> from a bit, bit of mozart a bit of cool jazz oh. a little bit of <laughs> i watched a series no of, and it's different and thank heavens it's different yeah i watched a series of incredibly cheesy yeah. netflix rom-coms over yeah. christmas good. some of them were one should nice. some of them were not. and i, I watched, love I watched five in a row <laughs> yeah. In which, at some point, the romantic male lead yeah. played the piano yeah. for for the woman. Either you know she heard him and she came and she oh you know, or he finally impressed her. And so we we're sure if B grade Netflix rom coms are teaching us that piano playing is sexy. Mm, it's now. Then yeah. I'm I'm for that. So also the it thing of now, now yeah. for again like yeah. it, to bring it more to my side how I relate to it is yeah. how nerds are acceptable in the world now yeah. like it's cool to wear specs growing yeah. up it, like I was bullied for it yeah. like it's, it's just still that thing but I also think Big Bang Theory a show that I'm not really fond of was a big part of it yeah. where they almost normalized or, or they were part of the wave that normalized yeah. geeks and yeah look and, I think it started with Bill Gates yeah. because yeah. Because it was that whole thing of suddenly realizing the nerd might become the yeah. richest person you've ever yeah. met yeah. and have the ability to buy you. <laughs> and, oh, exactly. and Steve Jobs as yeah. well. And so there was the growth of the nerd. And now, because technology and social yeah. media and everything is People so have to prevalent, come to us. <laughs> they realize, oh, Silicon Valley yeah. is cool yeah. and that's where the nerds are. Yeah. And uh, what I love is how, in a sense, like NASA's become a bit cool again. Yeah. 
Curiosity yeah. and the Mars rover, and exactly. and they're so unashamedly nerdy. <laughs> like but they will play that cheesy, cheesy but have you music seen all these, over their NASA video. <laughs> have, you, have you seen all these people with good eyes who wear glasses? Oh, yes. And I think, how dare you? I've been blind oh, since so I was three years old, <laughs> and it's always like having to. Oh. The only kid at school wearing glasses is not fun. Now no. you're all wearing bloody no, glasses. No, no. How dare you? How dare you steal my nerdness? I'm absolutely <laughs> with Fashion glasses are evil. But, they should not be. No, but, uh, but the point is, it's a, it's, it's a certain kind of semi-geeky, sexy, hot look that people are going for. And most celebrities, fam very, very famous ones, because I've done some research. <laughs> We're actually total nerds. Yes. Even Madonna was a nerd. Yeah. Madonna was a geek. Yeah. She was a straight A student at school. Nobody liked her. She was seen as a freak. Yes. And then she said one day, well, I'm going to be the most wealthy self-made pop singer in the world. Um, George Clooney was a total, you know, and, and you yeah. think, gee, actually, yeah, Jodie Foster, like, yeah. I mean, she's a scientist. Um, Her brain. She speaks like a million languages. Um, the mm. mother in Stuart Little. Um, yeah. What's her name? Um, uh, Gina Davis. Yeah, Gina Davis. She's a she genius. Is. Yeah, yeah she's a, like a legit genius. Like she's yeah. so Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah. No, but she is. She's like up there. Yeah. And she's a um, archer. She entered the Olympics as a as an archer. Yes. That's good. I mean, how, that's, that's hilarious. Crazy. I like that. I think that's really cool. That's <laughs> also, the, on the on the on the fake specs, it's, mm. it's, it's been a thing that's bothered me because I go, out of all the disabilities, why fake one that's not doing anything? Like, get one where you can park in front of a building. Like, I mean, that's a disability. Oh, why don't you work. get fake hearing aid? <laughs> yeah. That would be sexy. Diamond crusted hearing aid. Gonna help you with <laughs> or face two teeth braces. I don't know. <laughs> But I think it's the I think it's the the um, it it was always so inconvenient to wear glasses. Yeah, now when yes. I was little, there were like three designs, yeah. um, and like literally, and, the, and that's all. And being practically blind as yeah. I am, also the, yeah. the, the my glasses are a lot thinner these days because yeah. technology has allowed come for, for <laughs> so the lenses don't like weigh my entire head down anymore. That? You know, I, I remember getting mine. <laughs> And then within the first week, because I, I only used to wear them in class, because yeah. I convinced myself I didn't need it for <laughs> anything else other than class. And then I lost it. I lost my specs, like, yeah, within the first week. And I got a, a Mursa hiding from my mother. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then we had to get me another pair. And then I just, then after that, I was like, I'm never losing my specs yeah. again. I'm going to wear it on my face. And now when I wake up, specs go on. Yeah. And I just, I can't live my life without my specs anymore. I, I literally I can't. I, sometimes I take my specs off to bath and then I have to get my children to help me find them again because <laughs> <laughs> I can't see them. <laughs> putting them down. Guys, thank you so much. It's been very what? awesome chatting to you. But we've only just yeah, begun. Like we <laughs> Such that. a lovely guy. <laughs> have you got a, have you got an audio? Does he, has he got an audio tape? I mean, an audio, oh, uh, audio of, comedy. Of, not you yet. must do I'm that, actually, man. No, it's so, such so, a good idea. So I've ordered my mic. We were yeah. the podcast oh, we did yes. before this. I ordered mm. my mic and stuff. So within the next three months, I'll be getting mic set up. And I'll be, I'm going to start releasing um, audio um, instead of video clips. Uh -huh. People want clips. that. Yeah. If they actually want that. They yeah. want to drive and listen. Audio albums. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they're doing right now. They're exactly. Driving. <laughs> oh, they're driving and listening. Right what now. is this? It looks like a that's salt sailor. It's a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just got very loud. Karen, Karen thank <laughs> no, you very much. It was nice to be here. It was always lovely. Come back and visit us again. Anytime.